Statistics show that one out of every 10 Americans is a starving artist. Now, I don't know if that's true, because, well, we made it up. But I know that every day, artists like these two have to choose between their dreams of painting Peruvian dogs. That's not my dream. Or perhaps baking wine with their feet. Who, who is this person? And living another meaningless day of drudgery and misery. I, I didn't know our lives sucked. Uh, they do. But it doesn't have to be this way. For as little as the price of an Americano, plus like a dollar tip, a dollar twenty-three at most, you can change their world. Simply go to patreon.com slash Jonathan and Sergey and make your pledge today. Go ahead and lift the spirits of little Tommy and Jorge. That's not our names. You literally just said them. Patreon.com slash Jonathan and Sergey. Don't let them starve. The Martini Lounge. Entertaining, irreverent, and hysterical. Hard hit it. Is it? Mostly. <laughs> What about you guys? <laughs> <laughs> Where's that for? Well, don't put our address on a profile. Bitch. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. What? Oh, what are we saying? <laughs> Jonathan? Oh. Jonathan, are we going to start it? We're going to start like this. Jonathan? This like an NPR episode. Hello. Hello, sir. How are you today? Good times. You go, you're doing good? Times. good? Very so you choppy. were sleeping on the couch. <laughs> you were sleep- I come home today because <laughs> you and I room together. Yeah. I come home today to uh, TV going full blast and Jonathan full sleeping on the couch. Yeah, I've become my, my grandpa. Yeah. No, because I wore myself out yesterday. <laughs> you did. And well, I didn't realize how tired I was. Uh-huh. We're going to talk about why I wore myself out. But yeah. you're right. And then we're getting ready to come to the studio <laughs> so and you're funny. like, I'm like, I was just so tired. And you're like, yes, you were sleeping on the couch i'm like <laughs> obvious thank you yeah let's narrate my life no it was great no you're no super uh, fun so yeah. there's a new i always i always spotlight your opening yes i tell everybody about your thank it's you always it's the show this one it's okay wow it's all right i can't believe the reviews are in and they're they shit. are they are they're crap i'm this not getting an emmy for today for you're that not, but i wonder mm. how many people are i know because speaking of which today. emmys are right well, they're by the time this episode time comes this is out, out yeah. they're like weeks. By weeks the time ago, this episode is out, we'll have an. Emmy. We're living Just in the kidding. moment, so <laughs> no, yeah, because Emmys are going on yes. uh, right now. Love it, and of course, our buddies at Queer Eye uh, took three um, during the non-televised. The non-televised, whatever. I'm sorry, Queer Eye deserves so to did be RuPaul televised at that moment. RuPaul mm-hmm. always takes Emmys. Yeah, but it's always on on the non-televised portion. I know that's weird. Yeah. There should be yeah, mm-hmm. there should be a special spotlight. I know. Just Emmys for, for the that. ones just that we like. Right? Thank you. Honestly, the main the Emmy queer. should be that. The queer, yes. queer Emmys, yeah. Yeah, exactly. the Quimmies. Quimmies? Mm-hmm. I don't like that at I all. <laughs> I hope that's not what they're called. <laughs> Quimmies? You haven't that heard? You like, didn't get the that memo? That sounds like you're like from the 1920s and you have like <laughs> a list. Uh, the, uh, quammy. All the quammy. I'm going to get a Quammy right See, now. something that Kathy... Yeah. Uh, exactly. Why are you tired, my friend? Okay, so, okay, so I did it. So I'm so goddamn tired because I did Universal Studios. What's it called? Haunted, Something Haunted Halloween. Haunted Halloween Nights. Listen. Haunted Halloween Nights. Something like that. Nights of the Haunted Halloween. <laughs> yes. Did it. So a friend of mine is like, you know what? Let me, let's go. Yep. And I'm like, well, I mean, I'm not going to say no to that. Yeah. And we know me and fear. You love it. Yeah. Just you love it. Not my favorite thing. And mm-hmm. of course, we have some old video of, we were at uh, some amusement park in Idaho, uh, Silver Silverwood. Silverwood. That we did their scary and they had us come in and they videoed yeah. us and all this stuff. And so people love those videos because we're freaks. They, yeah. We like, had a good time, but we scream. Yeah. <laughs> we so legitimately are one, terrified. This one is Halloween, mm-hmm. the movie. First of all, the new movie with Jamie Lee Curtis, Bring It. I'm oh my so God. excited. It's, I'll watch it because she kicks ass. Okay. Um, but they're doing that. They're yes. doing The Upside Down yes. from Stranger Things. From Stranger Things. I love that show. And they're doing. Um, the Purge, the per- wait, and the pol- Poltergeist, or and Poltergeist, Poltergeist, and the Purge. And yeah, the purge. so we're going. There's you know me, things. I'm terrified of roller coasters. I'm terrified of haunted things, spiders, bugs. I'm, oh yeah, going outside. But I'm also that. <laughs> yeah, all of <laughs> yeah, it. You know, uh-huh. talking to people, talking is to that people. Thing. Yeah, but I also am one of those guys. Like, I'm just gonna fucking do it because I want to. I just want to do it. I just want to <sighs> show. Don't tell me I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so much fun. If you have time, obviously it's going through Halloween. Yes. Um, yes. Going to the first weekend of, of November. Yeah. So much oh, fun. No. Plus, 
I think I lost like 20 pounds because I, I ran. <laughs> Something's <laughs> yeah. going on where they must have had a meeting prior uh-huh. to me coming into the park because it's like they have targeted me. And even the guy I'm there with, he's like, what's going on? Yeah. They're, all, they're all after Chasing me. You? I am freaking... Like I'm ready to push people in front, like take little children and throw them. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah, pretty much. It was, but it was super fun. Uh-huh. At the end of the night, though, I was we didn't we were there from like two until like almost eleven thirty, almost midnight. Two p.m. Two like, p.m. During the, not two a.m. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. yeah no. Well, I don't know. Like, listen, I know, <laughs> I I know you, but the listeners right. don't. Maybe no. you're a really night owl. Maybe you're not. You're sleeping on the couch. <laughs> I, I don't think maybe that's how I do <laughs> it. Maybe that's why you're so tired. Right. It could be. That's anyway, awesome. Super fun. But mm-hmm. they play on your fears. They, they know exactly right. what they're doing. Yeah. And so I came home, and your boyfriend was in the kitchen. Yeah. And I said to him exactly where he's going to take you uh-huh. because I see it in my mind already. Okay. I know exactly. No, I'm really What glad. you're going to do because you get. S- it's fun to watch you get scared, especially if anybody with a chainsaw. Is I don't like near chainsaws. You I don't like chainsaws. You that's for sure. Become an Olympian runner and you scream correct. these little staccato, high pitched screams, mm-hmm. and it's it's my favorite moment also in correct. life. Yeah, a favorite moment. It's it's mating call slash terror is <laughs> yes. what that is. It's, and I know exactly, exactly the places that's going to happen to you. So oh, I also God. have given I've also given um, instructions of where to video. Ugh, I so love when I you and my boyfriend team up against me. I do too. Absolutely love I that. Do too. Mm-hmm. And he's so sweet because he's he's like, thank you. Yeah. I'm like, no, you're welcome. No, he'll he'll deliver do the goods because that's going. Yeah. Because he secretly that's hates going me, on. and that's okay. Totally. And yeah. then of course everybody online yesterday is like, Jonathan, please. Yeah. My sister goes. She goes. I don't know how you get yourself into these messes, yeah. but I would like to thank you for the videos that come from it. It really is a public service. It's for the entertainment. <laughs> what have I always said? It's always yep. for the joke. Do it for the. I joke. will do basically anything to do the joke. Anything for the joke or the dick. Yeah. You do too. Oh, well, Those that's two a, things. That's mm-hmm. like that's Honey. a tattoo I have that is on my ass. Exactly. That's Those are the <laughs> rules of gay culture number seventy two. That's what and you, we are proud, bitch. There, we are it. proud. We're proud. Anything we know. Dick. I know exactly. Oh, I feel like we're gonna talk to our our guest here in a little bit, and I feel like we we would like to throw that into your. Uh, forum of future song titles. <laughs> Do it for the dick. I love yes. it. Yes. <laughs> Do I, it. It would totally be. I could totally see it. Yeah. I'm just saying. You want to go straight on that? There you go. I always want to go straight. I on cannot that. ever imagine you writing a rap. By the way, I'm just gonna say no, that because you, could, you know what it would come out like. Um, this would be sad. It would be very because I I write yeah. poetry. It is a little different. It's a little it a little bit. No, a little bit. Yeah, because yeah. there's a style. There's well, a to because do, you don't a good, writing a good rap. You versus, don't there's a style. write like like I don't know. It's not like <laughs> contemporary poetry where it's like oh this is very. It's yeah. very like I write stoic. love songs. You yeah love song yes that would be done by someone from 1872. So <laughs> it's a little different. Agatha Christie. Yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah. she would sing my songs. Right. Me doing, but I would love to be like just. In a rap video, but yeah. not. You're off to the side. Yeah, you're in the right. back. You're, you're the tree. Extra. Yes, you're the tree. I have played a tree before. I it's have on my resume. It is the it our is. proudest it acting is. moments. But I'm listen, we're you. also going to talk to. Listen, all these things we're going to talk to our guest about. He's yeah. also uh, uh, hilarious when he pulls out the comedic, the comedic timing. But we're going to talk yeah. mm-hmm. about things like bananas. We're just going to talk. Listen, we'll see. that's a teaser. That's just true. for you. Um, speaking of Halloween horror nights and stuff that you and went life. to. Yes. Um, we obviously tis going to be the season of fear. Tis going to be. Tis going to be. Um, what are your biggest fears? Oh my Which God. I know. So we recently I guess, maybe we're talking to some people and they're like, "Oh, it'd be so fun if we made you guys do your biggest fears." Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and film it. So, uh, it was yeah. for, it's for a film project. Yeah. Right. That'd be. And I'm like, no. Um, spiders, fuck mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. I hate them. Mm-hmm. Sharks, okay, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. And yeah. W- when they discover the rare spider shark, I'm leaving the earth. You know what's so funny? I was taking. Don't even say. Well, they have. <laughs> no, no, no. I was taking a hike the other day, and I was walking through like the park area, and these kids were. It, it was like a whole group of kids, and this girl, and she was mean. I was like, I know, I relate to her because there's all these kids that are talking about like what you just said. Oh, spiders were so afraid. Oh, snakes. And she's like, Have you heard of a snake spider? And they're like, That's the thing. She's like, Yeah, crawls like a spider, bites like a snake. That little bitch. And I was like, Jonathan, <laughs> right? That well, that's remember, what. You have to be to careful you what you say out loud because remember yeah. once we were like, you know what? The minute spiders can fly, it's over. Well, in Panama, they discovered they have like a spider that flies, yeah. and our friend lives in Panama most of the year. And yeah. I'm like, I'm never visiting you. Sorry. Spiders that fly? Yeah, that what is the fuck? bull 
shit. I'm like, nature, but stop evolving in that direction. We all know I'm entertaining to see when I'm, I'm That's yelling. That's true. But, That's true. But yeah. what are Sergey? See, I tell people this all the time. Yeah. You just... You hide it better. I, re- but you know, I know that's bitch. so true. Mm-hmm. That is very true because it makes me laugh because I'm like, you don't even know. Cole, I've seen. Cole said that to me the other day. He was like, you know, if I were to like consciously think about it, I'd be like, oh, he doesn't really have any fears. But then oh, you find ooh. a moth in the house. <gasps> you become and a ninja. It is like, burn the that. I'm leaving out. this oh. zip code. Yeah. Please, I'm but out of here. You have enough. Yeah. Because you don't like spiders either. I don't. You Most bugs I don't like. I'm not like, I wouldn't say I'm afraid, but I definitely have a very strong, like I despise them so much that I'm going to kill you on I the spot. I would like to. Yes, yeah. I was going to say, that. I would like it's to submit into evidence your screens yeah. and say, oh, Of sir. moths? Completely. Oh, nay, nay. Oh, completely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like with, like, I don't know, like if there's a spider, it's like, whack, let's go. It's yeah, not see, like, I, a, I don't want to touch it. I'll do it. I, I want it no. out. I want it done. I will drown it or I'll get, I, I do hairspray a lot where you spray it with hairspray. <laughs> It freezes it long enough that if it's near a sink, you hope that you could, except the other day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. In my bathroom, one came out in the sink. Yeah. It came back to life twice. I would leave 20 minutes later, come back in and it's crawling the fuck out of my sink. I just have to say that we in our apartment have not one, but two sprays that specifically kill spiders and you go for the hairspray instead of the- very specifically designed I, spray. I forget we have it. And, and it, it smells also like smells Febreze. Good. Yeah. yeah, it smells like fucking I Febreze. I forgot about that. I can't believe I'm gonna it. Go, I'm going to spray my bathroom down. I get, feel like it's home. sabotage. You hate <laughs> us so much <laughs> that you're trying to kill us with a spider that with you killed. That I'm terrified of. Yeah. You're right, you're right. Yeah. So it's just Miller, <laughs> just moths and... No, I, well, okay, moths, yeah. I, I want to say I used to be very afraid of snakes. However, one of my best friend's... Uh, dads in high school had a snake python and then he put it on my hand and it was like the scariest moment but then i was like oh this is kind of cool put this away i never want to <laughs> touch it again i'm not that afraid of what snakes. if someone now, put a tarantula on you n- oh fuck no now exactly. if i'm hiking and i see a snake i'm running i'm oh, out no. of there oh it's like no but when it's the just one time oh. i've ever done a 5k we were training and there were the baby rattlers that yes. were along the side of the there path was, i'm like yeah, what the, there this was is a nature i don't do nature and that was in the city yeah that's well, that was not okay and that was in the pacific northwest i know like that wasn't even in the desert that was shocking to me actually yeah, terrifying terrifying yeah. i also feel like this this should be that moment where you know we're sharing fears and then you get that deep fear like i'm afraid of dying alone uh, you know, yeah, the deep like, ones. Yeah. Yeah, right. We, we like, all have that one where you're like, I don't want to be <laughs> no. left on an island without. You know what Cheerios. I'm afraid of? Listen, yeah. I love my nieces and nephews, but going to a theme park reminded me yeah. that I'm not. I, I'm not good with kids. Like, I'm good with you, and then go away because you're annoying the fuck out of me right now. Yeah. I have to admit it. Like, I love my nieces and nephews, but yesterday, if this little boy mm-hmm. did not stop kicking me in the ass just because yeah. they were and yelling these words i was like no i can't do this yeah i'm not good with kids that aren't related to me and or that i hate <laughs> yeah so if i hate True. You, I children everywhere that. i'm sure you're cool but no i yeah it's like unless you're in a school then i don't want to see unless you're like, in a, if you're in a, we in like a school to go into like school fine. we work that this is but great for us we me, work with kids in exactly. the schools by the way we hate you no because no, they're contained <laughs> so you're fine <laughs> crisis averted right they're all contained Done. it's Done. not gonna spread <laughs> we're fine it's not a communicable disease no we're good like Which I said, kids can. Yeah, I'm just gonna say something else happens at Halloween time because we're heading mm-hmm. into that time of year. Which, as we've mentioned, in LA is kind of weird because we're used to the Northwest, where it feels like that time of year. Yes, here you only get it by oh, they're doing a haunted house over there. Oh, we must be at that time. Yeah, of year. here's 90 degrees, and somebody <laughs> put up like a pumpkin. You're like, right. oh, you're I guess like, it's fall it. now. Great. Or Starbucks releases yeah. pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice everything, latte. and you're and like, you feel oh. like it's a sin to drink that in 95 degree heat, and it is. First it of is. all, I also feel like it's. I can't do hot drinks when it's. Ugh. No, you when it's get that it hot iced. outside, you can get a pumpkin. That spice That sounds ice. gross. It is. Oh yeah, it's not. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, have to have it hot. You really yeah, do. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Go ahead though. No. Yeah. Halloween. But one of the things we love to do, and we're gonna, and I want to talk a little bit more about this when we bring our guests on, but mm. it's also the time you want to feel sexy. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's like you want to feel a little naughty. It's the naughty part. You want to yeah. feel a little naughty. There's like three ways to do Halloween, and one of them is to you be naked. You can do three ways at Halloween. Well, you can be naked. You Damn. could like sexy Halloween. You could go all out and go like full costume, like commit to a costume. I, pr- I support Or you this. could do it at home with wine you, by yourself. Oh. I so I have been celebrating Halloween correct for the yeah. last ten years of it's my life. It's the Jonathan way. I get it. 
I get it. No, because it's yeah. fun. And this is what's fascinating as I get yeah. older. And so as you, I mean, I'm still super young, but as you progress through mm-hmm. life, you get way more comfortable mm-hmm. with, with who you are yeah. and, and things like that. So you have more fun, I right, think. Right. You know, because you used to say it's just for the girls, you know, the twenty year olds, or yeah. you and your boyfriend yeah. who want to wear tiny little things and yeah. go out. But it's not that. It's about feeling this freedom, mm-hmm. I think. And you know, coming outside of your comfort zone a little bit. And I totally. think I think so a lot of people give flack for Halloween because of this very fact. Mm-hmm. Um but if you look at like an excuse to be slutty kind of thing, yeah, yeah. I don't need an excuse, but right, exactly. uh, yeah, but exactly. it's that it's that taking away that and just owning it. This is a fun time to play for grownups, right. in my opinion. I mean, right. the kids have the candy, go, you have a good time. But grownups can and have so fun Sergei. at this time of year. I will still go. Oh, you, candy. yeah, you I, need candy. I, I will still do it. It's true, shamelessly. Yeah, and yeah, not even bring exactly. a kid. And I have been. Uh, everybody's gonna want to know this year because I remember a couple years ago. What were, did you guys go as? What? Oh, uh, Batman and Robin. Oh yeah, and it was Sexy just Batman it was the best Robin. because it's mm-hmm. just the suggestion that you're Batman and Robin because you guys were wearing um, very tiny We had outfits. a cape, we had um, the <laughs> a mask, mask, and we had underwear. Underwear colored. I'm like, hey, <laughs> the superheroes. So. I'm more power to you. I'm just gonna say <laughs> we were hey, the I, heroes. <laughs> I think it works. I'm very curious now fun. that we're in LA. This could be fun. I don't. I haven't decided if I want to go full costume or sexy costume. That's a thing. Really? Yeah. I think first year here, you guys or are just drag. all out sexy. Oh, or drag. what's her name again? Oh, I don't know. Raspberry Vinaigrette? Yes. Yeah. Oh, she, listen, she is intense. I don't intense. know her anymore. She's a lot. <laughs> she, is a, she is a lot, She's and that's what makes her fun. Yeah. Anyway, so that's what's fun. So we bring up sexy because, mm-hmm. um, like I said, as you get older, uh, I wish I had the confidence of like someone like our, our next guest way when I was younger, yeah. when I was close to this. But what's amazing about what we're going to talk about is this part of what we're going to talk about in everything we do, which is this concept of owning yourself and Love feeling who you are. The sexy yeah. is a state of mind, bitch. It is. Sexy is a state mm-hmm. of mind. And I find that fascinating and it's something you can own. And so without further ado, why don't we do a little intro mm. to quote his bio, Big Dipper is the ultimate big boy of rap. And we can tell you even that doesn't say enough. His songs are sexy and fun and hold no apologies. He does away with any stereotypes of what you have to be to be sexy. And he simply just is we are very excited to welcome Big Dipper to the lounge. Hello, sir. Hi, sir. Ah, welcome. Thanks for having me, Mr. Dipper. (laughs) Yeah, Mr. Dipper. What do we call you, man? Big Dipper, just full. (laughs) Full. Okay, I like like it. I like it formal. Get formal. Big Dipper, sir. Yes, yes, sir. sir. Um, You know. Can I? Can I weigh in on a couple things you were just talking about? Of course. One. How do you know? Yeah. What uh, Sergey's reaction is to running from a chainsaw? Like, how is that a point of reference right, in your right. brain? You're like, every time someone pulls a chainsaw out, you do that. Right. Like, it's that's correct. Typically, because it's me. Yeah. Okay, but you know, got it. I, mean, I was a little, I was right. a little befuddled about that. Sometimes yeah. this bitch. I mean, you gotta uh, keep got it. it. Got it. Uh, uh, number two, whose hairspray is it? <laughs> oh, it could Did be. Did you use my hairspray? I have hairspray, and of course, seen his hair. Truly, have yeah. cans of hairspray in your home? I oh, have. Yeah. The, oh, not cans, because I don't aerosol. Oh, I okay. care you about our to... environment. <laughs> but yeah, that little pump action spray that shit. You yeah. go for a spider with pump action hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's better if you All can right. do the blowtorch. We have, oh, again, okay, we have Strike spider the spray. Uh, but listen, in, in, <laughs> when you're terrified, you grab what you uh, can. Got it. Okay. Uh-huh. It's that or lube. Sure. Let's okay. be honest. Okay. I, I mean, or the spider spray. Or the spray. spider spray that we have. <laughs> but it's in the kitchen. What if I turn my back and it has created a whole team? It's wow. an army of spiders. And you have the perfect and Your brain to must it. be a hell of a place. <laughs> oh, it is. Oh, it is. Don't open that door. Yeah, yeah. no one needs that. Uh, and number three, I do have a song called For the Dick. Yes. Okay. Because remember I'm when that, this. I'm that For the Pussy and <gasps> For the Dick challenge was going around on the internet? Oh, that's right. I okay. made my own version of for the dick. dick now it has become my goal i'm gonna go have to play it on repeat it's yeah, on my instagram because yeah. i, oh, I just did it like erica badu did it mm-hmm. did oh, you yeah, see oh that? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <gasps> i am mm-hmm. so in I see how could we have doubted you though i, I mean <laughs> we, we should have known you were like we it makes should, sense yeah. and i was like it does, it make does sense. Make sense. well listen <laughs> you your videos your youtube channel everything and uh, we'll talk about the new album in a minute people definitely notice you i mean you go all out you do these great 
um, really catchy hooks on on, mm. and I I always feel weird. I'm like, do I call it on the rap? On the, then on, on the rap, rap song. on the rap yeah. song. <laughs> you know, I feel like I'm Betty White. Trying it to is describe. a rap song. It, it is, is. A rap song. but yeah. they're all very catchy. So people know who you are, and uh, no doubt the ones that don't know yet are gonna find out real quick. Let's backtrack. Okay. Let's walk back in time. Yeah. And say, where did this start? Um, I started making music in Chicago. I'm from mm. Chicago, born and raised. So I was living there. I had gone away to college. I studied theater in college. Okay, nice. And when I came back, I was doing a lot of like independent storefront theater in mm. Chicago. There's like a really booming sort of like underground art scene mm -hmm, there's a right. lot of people doing really great work and not making any money yeah. in chicago <laughs> sort of across the board like music theater okay. comedy like it's really a really dope breeding ground for like and the drag scene there is really great too oh yeah, yeah. I so i i was doing that but sort of feeling a lack of some sort of connection to to my queer community and i mm. started performing with a dance group um in this like queer nightlife sort of artist salon space where people would come in and and do anything mm -hmm. and so we were performing and a friend of mine had like an electro pop band right mm -hmm. and i was like how do you make songs yeah <laughs> i was like how does that work how do you do uh, and so he like agreed to let me come hang out while he okay. fiddled on his computer and i was like i want to make a song like this and it took a long time it took like nine months mm. truly for the first song because yeah. we'd meet like every couple of months for a yeah. day because right. i wasn't really focused on it, it was just sort of yeah. like a thing so when I made the one song, I was helping my friend do video production at the time. Oh, nice. And I sort of had this idea of like, cool, I could put this song out, but who's gonna, no one's gonna listen to it. Like right, right. who, in my mind, and that was sort of, you know, that was like seven-ish years ago at this point. Mm -hmm. I don't think many people thought about Oh, I can go. It was kind of pre-music streaming too. Yeah. Really. So you could yeah. really only like listen to independent artists on SoundCloud. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I wasn't really in the music scene. At that point I was like 26 and I didn't I wasn't really deep into the music scene. I didn't know you could like find independent artists. Yeah. So in my mind I was like, "Oh, it has to be YouTube." Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I convinced my friend to help me and a bunch of my friends to help me and we made a music video for my song Drip Drop, which yeah. is the first song I ever made. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, you know, we just like shot so many like that song is full of imagery and i was like mm -hmm. i'm gonna act out every single thing in the music video <laughs> yeah. and set the bar really really high for right. myself yeah. <laughs> um and so after that it just kind of snowballed right. i was i found myself in a position where i you know i went to college i f followed the rules i yeah. was doing sort of interesting mm -hmm. creative work as a theater mm -hmm. director but it was all like I, I was teaching after school programs in, in, in uh, high school and I was going in and teaching improv classes to like young kids at, at a theater program. And I just felt really like I wasn't able to explore an entire other side of myself. Right. Which now after doing this, like, I mean, it, it's sort of overreaching to say for a decade, but doing this for like seven or eight years now, yeah, sure. like, um, uh, I, I feel like I've sort of swung too far one way. I'm like, I only know gay people. Yeah, you right. know what I mean? Like I'm so yeah. deep into the world that yeah. I'm like, oh, what? Oh, there's other things that people yeah, yeah, talk yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So uh, it was sort of addicting, you know, mm -hmm. like uh, I I made a song, I made a video, I made a song, I made a video. Yeah. And like mm -hmm. then people were like, oh, we really like your stuff. And then I was like, oh, I guess I have stuff. I have yeah. like a body of work. Right. So then yeah. I started putting out these different releases and, um, um, after I got like one press inquiry, like one magazine was like, we're interested in doing an sure. article about you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, bitch, I'm Beyonce. I'm moving <laughs> to New York City. Right, right. So I really did. I was like, oh, it's about to happen. Yeah. So I moved to New York and I lived in Brooklyn for three years, but mm -hmm. that's sort of where I got my sea legs as far as like performing and yeah. traveling and playing mm -hmm. club gigs and mm -hmm. pride gigs and yeah. and bear gigs and doing live performance and DJing and like all of that stuff I did while I was in New York. Yeah. And then after a while in New York, I realized that that wasn't the only thing I wanted to do. And I sort of tapped back into uh, my sort of pre-music post-college self that was like, yeah, I right. really like producing projects and being a, like a creative collaborator yeah, right. and 
I do, I, I'm a director, I'm a writer, I'm a producer, I'm uh, you know, a casting director, For I'm sure. a, a, yeah. a line producer, like right. I manage budgets. I do all of that work yeah. on each of my music videos. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I guess I could probably move to LA right. and do right. that kind of work in yeah. conjunction with what I'm doing. So I moved out here to like, like start working in the industry. I yeah. was like, oh, right. I'm gonna do this thing. But then I also moved out here and I was like, actually I'm gonna make an album. <laughs> right. So right. I've lived in LA for almost three years and like I've done fuck all in TV and yeah. film. But I've just been like, oh, I'm gonna make these music videos. Yeah, again. right. So I think I'm just gonna be a lifelong rapper. Right, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, it works, works good. For you. Exactly. Yeah, when, good, good. when you do good work, what drew you to rap specifically? I mean, with everything happening. Well, when I was growing up, uh -huh. I like pretty much exclusively listened to hip hop and rap music. Like, gotcha. me it, too. It was kind of a time along with your poetry. Exactly. Yeah. You'd like listen yeah. to Ja Rule <laughs> and then uh -huh. you read an Edgar Allan Poe book. And then completely. Yeah, completely. <laughs> Poe is your go-to poet. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, it, it's just it's just where my ear went growing up. Yeah. And I've said this before, and you know, Eminem is problematic in his own right, but also like as a young kid, when I was, you know, listening to Missy Elliott and listening to Busta oh, Rhymes and yes. listening to um, like Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg mm -hmm. and like, and Ja Rule, as I mentioned, I, when Eminem came out, I was like, oh, wow. Like I saw myself even yeah. a glimpse, totally. you know, like <laughs> totally. if you look at the Venn diagram of me and Eminem, it's <laughs> yeah. probably about 8% overlap. You know what I mean? Right. Right. But I saw that and I was like, oh, maybe one day. And I just yeah. sort of put that in the deep recesses of yeah. my brain. Cause I never, you know, like you look at a like career you know yeah. checklist i wasn't like rapper <laughs> yeah. that's gonna be yes. nailed it but that sort of stuck with me but then along with that i was like oh wait he's super homophobic yeah. and that yeah, is sort of when i identified with him it was just sort of predated me identifying as gay and coming yeah. out mm -hmm. you know so mm -hmm. Then I didn't think about it for a while, but it basically got to this point where I was always writing rap lyrics. I was always yeah. sort of like yeah. coming up with ideas and sort of squirreling stuff away in a notebook or whatever. Yeah. And so it was just, I, I, I was with a friend sort of spitballing, like riffing on a joke and we were driving around. My friend was driving us and me and the other friend were in the backseat of the car. We started like literally doing the chorus of Drip Drop of my first song because nice. it's right. sort of a a parody of a Disney song. Mm. Yeah. And and we jokingly were like doing that for a while and he was like, you should make that. And I was like, I will. Yeah. <laughs> and then here I am. And then, you right, know right, what right, I mean? Yeah. Like, and then I was like, well, I guess I have a really intense follow through because <laughs> yeah, right. three cities and eight years later, like exactly. here I am. But, but it was one of those things where I was like, how do I make that? Oh, I'm not, yeah. I never yeah. felt like a good singer. Um, yeah. I played cello piano oh, wow. trumpet wow. trombone wow. but yeah. all for like four months right. you know i like <laughs> right. quit them all right. i was yeah. like oh this hurts my knees i can't yeah. play cello anymore <laughs> yeah, right. so i had really shitty follow-through with music and gotcha. rapping is just something that did sort of come naturally to me right. like i had rhythm and i was able to write so mm -hmm. that's why we sort of landed there. It makes sense. And, yeah. it, you know, on my new album, I do sing a lot more. But I also mm -hmm. think like right. the shift in sort of music now, popular music, there's so much like like a song is not a hit without some sort of melody to it. Like, right. interesting, you yeah. know, Just back a little bit. Yeah. yeah and mm -hmm. like. And, and it used to be that a lot of rap songs would be big hits and the melody or the hook would be this like unnamed studio yeah, right. like singer, like session singer who would just sort of like sing the hook and it yep. was like a Tupac song and you were like, I have no idea who that vocalist is. Yeah, completely. Yeah. And now because of just the prevalence of autotune and that sort of sound has been popularized and people like... People like don't like a song unless that has that like auto tune it, hook. Yeah. On it. Mm -hmm. So now I'm like singing a lot more, mm -hmm. uh, which is fine. I mean, yeah. I like I like the sound of it, and it yeah. sort of allows yeah. me to live some fantasy where I'm right. like really able to do yeah. something. <laughs> Love that. Uh, but it's tricky to do that shit live. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, because yeah. I am not a singer. I'm like, I know work. That. Also, because watching your videos, what I love uh -huh. is you say I'm not a singer because you don't. You know, you're gonna half-ass it. You like do the hard. 
stuff. Like you have this whole part where you have a whole falsetto mm-hmm. chorus. I'm like, that's not something you mess with because yeah. that's tough. <laughs> I and I, the thing I always think about is, oh, I wonder, I wonder if you stress going live because I can do falsetto, but you know. Oh, I freak the fuck out. Well, luckily, the only singing voice I do have is a falsetto. <laughs> and it's fucking crystal clear there you go. and nice. very strong. Yeah. Which is when I, so I made a song about LaCroix Water. Yes. LaCroix. And LaCroix Boy. I and I do sing that whole song in falsetto. Yes. And yeah, I can you do. do it live with no vocal That's support. Awesome. And wow. And, that, and it's just one yeah. of those things. It's like, I have that. You know right. what I mean? That's like I didn't practice it. Yeah, I didn't train yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Just like, also, which is dumb. I mean, it's a fucking falsetto voice. It's yeah. like a stupid joke song, but I yeah. love it. But it's yeah. a great. And what I love is actually is kind of clever, though. Uh, it is. So I think that must have been the first video I was watching when I was getting mm-hmm. ready for everything. It's so clever. It's from just what the song is about to the vi- uh, the imagery in yeah, the video. Right. It's clever, though. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. and a lot of people Completely. have that. That's their their best gateway drug because it just starts you off and you're like oh no i gotta watch yeah. this one now i gotta mm-hmm. watch this one well and what's interesting about that is so that video i think on my youtube has the most views i believe it and because right. it has this sort of um, mainstream crossover mm-hmm. so i had been making videos for a while i probably had like a dozen videos out by the time we made the croy boy yeah and the croy boy initially was my i was working on the album and i thought mm-hmm. wouldn't it be funny if we did like a little interlude where i sang an r&b song about LaCroix because LaCroix is like this like in this cultural moment and this happened you know I think we wrote it a year and a half ago or two almost two years ago so it's like it was this moment when out of nowhere this brand from the 90s had sort of resurgence and and it was super queer but also really mainstream and like really sort of midwestern soccer mom and also like like white girl yoga pants (laughs) and then super queer at the same time and so and it was really hipster. And I had read some article that like LaCroix was sending cases of LaCroix to like micro influencers mm-hmm. who had like 400 followers on Instagram, wow. but had like a really beautiful aesthetic. Wow. Yeah. So someone so who like isn't even considered an ins- like, right. so they wouldn't ask for money, but right. they were right. doing this thing where all they had to do was send a case of LaCroix. Yeah. Uh, so it was like a super, it, and it was this brilliant thing. Right. And in, I think it was 2016, um, or in 2017, one of those years, but the actual LaCroix stock ticked over so much that it made not the company, but the actual CEO like turned him into a billionaire. Wow. wow. Now, I don't know if that fact is true. I mean, you know I believe I read, it though. Listen, I, <laughs> yeah. read, I read some article where there was a figure about <laughs> the fact that that, I don't know if it was a billionaire or a millionaire or what it was. I still say you need to send a, a lot your of welcome money. note. Just be like, uh, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> well, they want nothing to do with me. I'll tell you that much. Uh, well, uh, really? But basically, the thing about that was that, so we wanted it to be this interlude and then we started making it and it was like so fun that yeah. we were like we might as well make a full song right and then i was like oh this is great for internet video so let's do it yeah. because because Lacroix has such a mainstream appeal that yeah. video really sort of spread oh, like wildfire completely mm-hmm. Yeah. So a lot of people, that's their first yeah. exposure to yes. me. Yes. And I've even been booked off that video. And then I show up and <laughs> right. I'm like, cool, I'm going to do that song. But also you wanted a 30 minute set. So yeah. the other 25 are going to be really about yeah. ass yeah. sex. Yes. <laughs> like exactly. anal penetration. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you're ready for it. And then like, let, let's now go put an age limit that's, on our... On yeah. our exactly. Exactly. That's your foot in the door. So that, that's that been like a really interesting experience. Yeah, and is. I tried to get the you know the company was just basically like they told me up front they were like um we're not gonna they essentially were like we're not gonna stop you but we also like won't co-sign this because we don't do any sort of sponsorship yeah and i think on their end if they were like look at this video and then someone were to click two videos away and see my other content (laughs) right right they wouldn't get in trouble because i'm allowed to do anything i want exactly but like it could be detrimental to their like sales, which Listen, just goes I, to show you how I dumb. I think it would blow up. Yeah, it, yeah, that's all I'm right. saying. So it's very dumb. Yeah, but. yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. let's talk about. So, uh, rap comes with a certain um, amount of bravado, uh, typically, and you have this confidence. At least, so the persona you have this confidence, and this is amazing. Own. Of who you are. You don't think I'm confident right now? No, you, I'm just kidding. I know. I always have to give <laughs> like, the like. It's the persona. Yeah, it's, it's the yeah, persona. persona. I always have to no, be like, there could be a plan saying. B in here, but I don't know. But but it does. You present this amazing 
the confidence that you need to be this selling yourself as this rapper how did where did that come from i have no idea you're like i just did no honestly i really don't i think it comes i think it like i started doing children's theater when i was eight years old and mm. um when i was like eight i got cat th- th- this is like some deep recesses of my brain but oh, i got i haven't really actually ever put this connection together I got cast in exclusive. Yeah, yeah. Just exactly. So <laughs> I got cast in like leading roles when I was very young in children's theater, and like right. the children's theater was like you could be seven or eight all the way up to like seventeen, yeah. and like I was getting cast in these roles, yeah. and I did them for a little bit, but then I like had panic attack, like oh it's too much pressure, I can't do sure. it, yeah. And I sort of shut down, but I continued doing yeah. theater stuff. And sort of after that, I never got cast in anything as like a lead role. And I was always like the baker in the back holding the thing and like right. moving totally. around, you know, totally. just fair. And so then I really started um, directing and producing and I felt really confident like being in control and being in yeah. charge. Mm-hmm. And that fear sort of always turned me off from performing. Yeah. So I never, I never set out to do that. Like sure. when I went to college, I never wanted to be an actor, but I was surrounded by actors in theater school. And I think when I got the opportunity to perform again, there was just something in me that clicked that was like, um, don't let the nerves get the best of you like they did when you were a kid. Yeah, right. and so I, I, it was really like a fake it till you make it thing. It was oh, like yeah. just do it. Yeah, and I also honestly think like being around performance my entire essentially life, um, and being trained in it like allowed me to know that you know these are the tricks to do this is what to do you know and i want to say it is very organic when i'm performing like i feel like i'm Mm -hmm. being myself Mm -hmm. and i feel like i'm actually connecting but i also know like if the track pulls out like i have a couple verses that i know acapella that i can get the 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 audience to like clap along to and then i can do that while they figure out the sound yeah and i know that if my costume doesn't work like rather than pretend to hide it to just talk about it and be like well that fucked up i wanted Mm -hmm. something cool to happen but it didn't so let's move forward and i've you know i've learned that over time yeah so i think like having skill and training and time on my side has Mm -hmm. like helped boost the confidence completely yeah Yeah. when you when you have all of that experience to back you up it's a lot less scary yeah totally i mean i still get scared every time well yeah you know i feel like (laughs) i'll tell you that yeah every single time like my stomach sort of drops out best fucking performer i'm pretty sure lady gaga every time she performs she gets scared the moment before you know i feel like everyone has that but it that that's not what you have during the show because it all kind of goes oh yeah yeah i want to know you have this thing i mean this like we just talked about LaCroix is kind of like your your uh, white suburban mom song because it's very like clean for everyone <laughs> but 99% of your music videos and your music is very just honest and open and like yeah ass dicks in your face let's go for it what I love a good ass dick I, I lo- <laughs> right <laughs> I ass know. dicks rare but there you know rare. what they're the best kind <laughs> they're the best kind um, where where do you find this like ability to be so limitless you know where does that permission to just say i'm gonna do this and do it come from well something i've said before in response to this question sort of really i i it just feels like honestly Mm -hmm. the the thesis statement yeah um my mom once asked me because my parents are really supportive of me as a person Right. right um and they love me a lot and we have a great relationship they don't fully understand what I'm doing, nor do they really choose to look at it, which I am so grateful for. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because I don't want them looking at my YouTube. You know, the, my mom yeah. has looked. My yeah. mom has looked at a couple of the things that feel like yeah. radio friendly. <laughs> right. Um, but she asked me once. She was like, "I just don't get it. Like, why do you have to be?" Because they also, they're concerned for mm-hmm. my livelihood. You know, right. they're like, mm-hmm. right. they do the thing that parents do. Oh, but you're so good and you're so talented and you're oh, so yeah. this. So why are you choosing this thing where like right. you're going to remain an independent artist because everyone is too scared to like <laughs> scoop you up and pay you a lot of money to like yeah. be on a thing. And I'm yeah. like, I know. Um, but she asked me, she was like, why do you have to be so vulgar and so crass and so out there? And I said to her, I was like, you know, I tried to come out to you. I was talking to my mom. I was like, I tried to come out to you 
a few different times in my life, Mm -hmm. like in middle school, early high school. Mm -hmm. And each time I felt so scared, even in this like lovely and supportive home that I went down to the basement and I picked up a pillow and I screamed into it instead of actually telling you how I felt. And because of that, I'm like, I quieted myself for so many years Mm -hmm. and I was scared like lucky enough to grow up the way I grew up and I was still scared to come out. And I was like, so now I'm going to be as loud the fuck as I can be. You right? know what I mean? Hallelujah. Like, like I, like I, I, and, and to me, it's not an excuse, but like, yeah. look at the rest of music. This is what rap music and club music is about. Yeah, you know what they- I mean? It's like, it's about celebrating sexuality. It's yep. about being like the most sort of outlandish version of mm-hmm. your ego you mm-hmm. can possibly yeah. be. Like, oh, yeah. look at any Nicki Minaj track from the last oh, yeah. decade, so even. But true. it's like every single song she references how slick her pussy is. Right. Yeah. You know, like how right. ferocious her kitty cat is. Yes. Like every innuendo possible. And I'm yep. like, and she's out here making millions of yep. dollars. So I'm doing the exact same thing. Yep. It's just coming from a different perspective. Exactly. Right? And she's celebrated right. for her candor and her her owning of her own sexuality. Right. You do that. Listen, your so your videos are so fun. Uh, not all are have that comedic vibe because they're all you just do the thing. I love the co- comedy, but I also love the other. But you give people also permission to feel who they are mm-hmm. yeah. you give them permission to be like oh i'm sexy as fuck right now mm-hmm. you know because you can watch those videos and you just get into it you go all out like all out and there's that one i forget what video it is but you're like you're just wearing suds that's oh yeah that's yeah. it yeah and it but it's this freedom and, and this i really was yeah. just yeah. I, when they throw the water on you i'm like oh that's real yeah, yeah. that's how yeah, right, right now right. <laughs> but it is and of course obviously um no doubt i worry for your safety at a bear event but oh, people no yeah. need no one will talk to me what i just went what? to a bear event in kansas Listen. city what? and i was just like I like I, when I left. I was like, I'm going to suck the most dicks I've ever sucked in a weekend. <laughs> yeah, that is my plan. Yeah, of action. right, right. And it was like no one would talk to me. I like kept trying to be like, hello, hello. Yeah. And then from yeah. the stage, I like did my show, and I was like, and truly, I'm out here trying to suck dick tonight. <laughs> so if anybody, yeah. and it was like nothing. Wow. What? That okay. makes no like I know, it doesn't I'm, even I'm, calculate. I'm gonna go let's with take a moment here intimidated. To right. <laughs> I'm gonna go with their intimidated. Yeah. Because you're okay. I know when you're out there, I think you're gonna be playing um Pride in uh, Palm, Palm Springs, which I love me. No, you're no. Not. he's not. No. Wait, you are now. I got we'll fix it. I got banned. How? Oh, oh I this is like a new story. another okay. I played another. a few <laughs> years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like twenty four. 15 maybe it was before yeah. i lived in la yeah and i came out here and i was really excited my friend yeah. from la was she was like i'll i'll come with you she was pregnant it was sort of like her last trip before she, right so she <laughs> yeah. drove out with me and they got us two hotel rooms it was Ooh. really nice and uh a guy named reggie booked me and he was yeah. like really excited to have me and he yeah. was great and i did a whole show i did a show before um someone named lisa from top model Lisa oh, Amato. No oh, wait, I know okay. the name. And yeah. she's been making mm-hmm. music now yeah. or whatever. Oh, really? And then after us, a bunch of Disney, like straight Disney teenagers who they were trying to... What? It, it was a very wild experience because I was like, <laughs> oh... <my> oh. <laughs> They said Lance Bass was coming. He didn't come, but they sent these two Disney stars instead oh, who wow. were like trying to break over into pop. So, you know what? Gay prides, they yeah. like send the straight ones out who they, they want to break in the yes, music industry. Exactly. Yeah. Anyhow, I like reached back out to them after, like, yeah. you know, like you do. And I said, uh-huh. thank you so much for having uh-huh. me. Yeah. Uh, I have plans to move to Los Angeles. So maybe in a few years I can come back, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, I don't think that's going to happen. We received uh, a bunch of complaints about the um, uh, your content being oh inappropriate. God. What? You would yeah. think the perfect place. No, yeah. girl, Palm Springs. No. There's some old people out yeah. there. Oh, my God. 
God. It was the stage moms from the Disney. <laughs> I mean, it was a Probably. lot. So yeah. I would wow. love to, because of proximity. My aunt and uncle live out there. Totally. I'm friends yeah. of Palm Springs. We'll I would love call. to. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Wow. Sorry, but I distracted us from you. Uh, no, it was, really it was like surprise. I, I love it when it's like, oh, no. But I mean, I think I'm giving drama here's about I got banned. He just was like, no <laughs> one liked it. You got, <laughs> but you we will title get, it banned. Yes. I will say, I will say that banned. was my first experience with the ASL interpreters, which is oh, yeah. now like one of my favorite things because at Pride events, at yes. sort of universally yes, at Pride events now, yeah. because mm-hmm. uh, it's part of like the standard is. practice to have ASL interpreters, yeah, which is great. Part part we part part yeah. of part of it I find annoying because you have to send the lyrics like months in advance. You do, so they yeah. learn it, right? and it's very annoying to me because yeah. I really love to decide what I'm gonna do like the day before. Oh, yeah, I'm like, yeah. what am I feeling like yeah. today? <laughs> so I'm like, Ugh, I gotta lock this in early, which is fine. Uh, but then to like look over there and see these people just going so aggressively, the amount of like yes. hand motion <laughs> and just like thrusting yeah, and yeah. fisting and right. all right? that. But I, I've sort of made friends with, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm friendly with them now. And yes. they've said to me, they're like, it's quite the workout yeah. doing what you do. <laughs> right, it's <is> fun. Right. <laughs> What's right? so funny is, so you were at DTLA Proud. You performed yes. on that stage. They had uh, ASL. Yes. And um, <laughs> uh, a few of us were in the audience. And I see, I mean, your lyrics being your lyrics, the ASL version of that. I'm like, oh, I don't need lyrics. I know exactly what that right. means. <laughs> I know exactly what, like, like it's sucking dick looks like up. an ASL. Mm-hmm. I know what that looks like. They've got to think this it's is so, so fun. much fun compared to what I normally do. And they learn new words, They do, yeah. Because, yeah, I've chatted with them. I've taken pictures with them afterwards. They enjoy it. That's awesome. I think that's amazing. (laughs) Well, so here's this this persona, this this freedom, this uh, amazing um, confidence that's coming into your album. Your new album that just dropped, you talk a lot about it being very personal it's a, it's a very evolution for you yeah in that you've done so why don't we why don't we delve a little into what is out now sure. uh, you know because uh, so that dropped when did that drop late bloomer came out august 24th so we're so fairly right recently there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so let's talk about what uh how long it took you to do the album and what it was like what did you want to put into these songs well uh it took me about three years to make this album, which is wow. really Love insane. Mm-hmm. Um, and my first couple releases, like my first release ever was like, I looked up and I was like, oh, I have five songs. I guess I should yeah. put them together and put them out. Yeah. And right. then I moved to New York and I met a producer and everyone was really making, in the rap world, everyone was making mixtapes. And like mm-hmm. I said, yep. that was before streaming. Mm-hmm. So this was the way you could put out a mixtape. People could download it, yeah. have the music, but it was free because yeah. it was a mixtape. So I made a mixtape. And then I made a couple other projects, all that had like two or three songs on them. And it was like, I would work with one producer and one producer and we would make a collection and then put them out. And everything had been free, 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 just because I was trying to get um, my name out there. And then I had a couple songs with the producer and we put out a pop, it was more pop focused and every song had like a really like sing-songy hook. And I put that EP out and I was like, I sort of looked back at everything and I was like, okay, so I've put out a bunch of projects. They all feel like kind of all over Mm -hmm. the place, you know, who knows? And I thought what would make me feel like I actually took a step as a music artist is to put out an album that has a start to finish, that tells a story, that sort of moves, not a concept album, but just something that felt like a full body of work. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that was in 2015 when I put out this EP and I was like, great, those songs exist. And I was like, what's next? Yeah. So that's when I started like conceptualizing it. Yeah. And it wasn't like I knew what the goal of it was going to be. I just knew that I was like, whatever music I start on now, it's not going to come out for a while. Yeah. Like I'm building here. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I did a lot of the music with my friend, Mike Malarkey, who I make a lot of my music with and he lives out here. And so I would go to his house twice a week like he worked a full-time job and i would go one night of the week after his work and then one day on the weekend yeah honestly for a very long time and like that guy gave me so much of his time and energy and he's the co-executive producer on the album yeah i Mm -hmm. would just go there and be like let's make a song yeah oh that didn't work Mm." (laughs) 
Let's make a song. Like we right. were just making music and trying stuff and I was sending yeah. stuff away to people and getting verses back and and reaching out to people. I, I had a producer in Atlanta, producer in New York, a couple different producers out here. There are there are lots of people on this album. I got yeah. I I don't want to say I got writing help because that makes it sound like I was like, How do I write a hook? Right. But I actually right. I actually sat with people and I was like, This is what I wanna say. Right. But mm-hmm. I don't think that mm-hmm. I don't think that every single word on this album needs to come from my brain, right. because some people are really fucking good at writing hooks, yeah, and other people are really good at sitting across from you and looking at you and being like, "This is what you're about, and you just can't see it." Yeah, yep. and yeah. so I was able to work with co-writers. I, I there's I even have two songs on here that people pitched me ideas for and they were like I think you should do a song like this I think it should sound like this like it really felt like I was sort of honing the Big Dipper Mm -hmm. aesthetic like Mm -hmm. honing who I was as an artist and I was stepping outside of myself to like be a producer on this album as well as the artist. And I made yeah. like really smart producerial choices where I was like, you're a great person to work with. You see me in a totally different way. Right. Let's include that. And if I was only the artist, I'd be like, fuck you. I can write my own music. <laughs> right. Exactly. I don't need you yeah. to tell me who I am. Yeah. <laughs> so as all the songs came together, I landed on the title Late Bloomer because... You know, I'm in my 30s. Mm. It took me a while to become aware that I wanted to make music. I feel like I lived in Chicago. I lived in New York. Now I lived in L.A. I feel like I'm just now beginning to understand what kind of career I want to have. I feel like momentum is just now picking up, Mm. both for me as a performer and outside of that with other products. Like, it just felt like I was like, oh, and people do this when they're 23. I was Mm -hmm. like, I am totally a late bloomer. Yeah, And I've been a late bloomer sexually. My body became the way that it is, like, Mm -hmm. late into Mm -hmm. my 20s. I, like, a switch flipped, and I became confident in my body and, like, confident in my sexuality late in my 20s. Like, I lost my virginity late. Like, everything about me has been sort of, like, a few years behind. Yeah, Yeah. And so I was just like, oh, it should be that. And then... The other sort of overarching theme is that when I first started, I wore a lot of outfits. Create like like I wore sunglasses. I always had like a cocked hat. I wore yeah, yeah, chains. Yeah. I really yeah. tried to like play this character. Right. And over time, because being Big Dipper became my full time job, the idea of a character and the idea of myself. They used to be very separate. Then they slowly started to merge. And then the idea of the character really stripped away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so for this album, I wanted to do something that was like, I stand behind every single word I say. I sound like myself. I'm not putting on some like fake. Obviously, it's a performative voice because I'm Mm -hmm. performing. But it sounds like me. It's words I say. It's not this other thing. And we've all seen an artist that we know and love be handed some song that doesn't really make sense for them. Exactly. And then they do it and you're like, well, that doesn't seem like you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of felt like no one knew the difference who didn't know me personally when I first came out of the gate. Mm -hmm. But all of my friends were kind of like, that's fun, but it's totally this like character that you're doing. And I think it was out of fear and like Mm -hmm. whatever. But so I felt like with this, everything got stripped away. I felt like I worked on it for so long. (laughs) I feel like every single word on the album is like completely honest and true. And it just felt like, you know, really important to like put out a cohesive body of work yeah. Yeah, yeah and i really wanted to like i have interludes on the album right yeah uh, right, right. the miseducation of lauren hill was like one of the most formative albums of my entire oh, life yeah. sure. and when the songs would end and then they would go back to that classroom setting and they would like mm-hmm. have those q a mm-hmm. and those were like a really specific thing mine are all sort of scripted and funny yeah but i loved the idea of like an interlude and then there's also a bonus track like a secret yeah. bonus track on mm-hmm. the album Album, right. which I didn't know how to do with streaming because yeah. I really wanted to hide it. Yeah. Right. So so I don't know how successful it is, but basically <laughs> the last track on the album yeah. is called Thickness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's nine yeah. minutes long. So right. Great. Yeah. And right. it ends after about three and a half minutes. And then there's just like two minutes of silence <laughs> right. on the track. And then another song yeah. starts. <laughs> yeah. Great. So I think if you are truly like 
around your house doing something and yeah. you have the actual album playing in full, yeah. you'll hear that secret track. Totally. But totally. I think if you're like playing it and then it goes silent and you're right by your phone, you're like, yeah, what the fuck? Like, and, and then you scan through it. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. Mean, but, I love but stuff I, like I, that. I know, I like that. I like that you really have to pay attention to get it, you know? Or maybe not. Maybe the point is not to pay attention to that song. Yeah. Kind of yeah. hear through it. Um, so this is your most personal album. This is kind of just you putting yourself so out there, so raw, so honest. What do you hope people take away and learn from it? Not necessarily about you, but kind of just for themselves even. Um, what kind of message do you want them to receive? That is a really good question. We're full of those here. We Thank are. You, you truly are. Because honestly, <laughs> it's kind of crazy. I'm going to pivot a little and then answer your question. Sure. All right. <laughs> to, to give you a sense of my mindset, I spend all day every day working on this mm. project that is centered around myself. Right. So I live this like incredibly narcissistic existence mm -hmm. in which I try not to be like completely self-centered and completely selfish. Right. So it's this really challenging thing where like if I'm booking myself, I'm like sending emails about myself and I'm not doing it in like fake third person, but right. I'm just like, I would love to come play your thing. Yep. These are my videos. These are my music. It's like all day. It's like me, 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 me. So as I'm making the album, my, the forefront is like, what do I want to say? What right. do I want to tell? What do I want to do? Yeah. And so it's been sort of, it's been a challenge to think about what I wanted people to take away from it. But I think what it is, is that I know that I wanted to show that I have um, vulnerability and I have like complexities and it's not always just like this over the top confidence, but it, it wavers and we all go through bullshit and I like sort of tell the story of a little bit of the bullshit that I go through. And mm -hmm. then it's, it's honestly kind of like, um, what's the thing in math the wave sign that goes up and down the sign like waves, on a yeah. graph sine yeah, waves, sine waves yeah. it's kind of like that honestly because yeah. i feel like instead of like one big arc for yeah. the album like yeah. i kind of feel like with every two or three songs it's like up down up right. down, up, down. Yeah. it's like i mean i could even go through song by song and and show you what that is so it's mm -hmm. sort of like um like feeling nervous and then feeling confident and then uh, uh, feeling bashful and then feeling sexy and like that right. sort of like human totally. experience that we go through. So I think I wanted to share that so that I could show people um, that all of that stuff happens and mm. we sort of deal with it in our own different ways. Yeah. And I think that's amazing. Also, mm. I want to be you when I grow up. So <laughs> I'll let you know how that goes. No, but I yeah. love that it's all of that. It's showing that, you know, when you first see you, you are, you're hit by this confidence and this amazing ownership of himself and then you get to see oh he still has those moments like i do right. it's a it's an amazing uh overall picture instead of just little snippets and i think that's what's amazing about the album and also bless you for putting out a full album because if i see one mm -hmm. more ep i'm gonna i'm gonna scream i just want one full album just <laughs> I one i will say this though like being an independent artist is really it's fucking yes. challenging yes. and mm -hmm. the amount of mm -hmm. work that it takes to put out even just a, a collection of songs like an yeah. EP is a lot if you do it right. Yeah. And even if you don't do it right, it's still it's a lot still, of fucking Yeah, work. absolutely. And someone was asking me recently, like, who's your label? And I was like, oh, I just like release it independently. And then I was like, well, actually, like, I without realizing it, I do run a record label. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Like so you if are your you, label. If you were like, oh, I want to release some songs, I could say, great. You have to get them mixed, get them mastered. We do this, do go like this. We'll go through this person. I'll get them distributed. Mm -hmm. We'll set mm -hmm. them up for licensing. Mm -hmm. And right. I do, and I'm like, oh, that's what a fucking label does. Like, yeah. I'm running a label. Right. And yeah. so, anyways, yeah. I, you know, like I already know the next two projects that are coming out. Yeah. And they're mm -hmm. both tiny and they're both EPs. <laughs> yeah. Because, because I just don't have the break. money. You yeah. know what I mean? You need like, a break. Yeah. But that's but, even more of a thank you because, you know, we're not in the music industry, but we totally get the work. Right. You know, so it's nice every now and then you're like, thank you for working your ass off. Totally. Yeah. But and you've to earned me, eight more EPs. You right. know, it's well, and to me, to me, truly and honestly, like, yeah. I, 
I didn't know that there was going to be anything after this. And I know yeah. I'm only like a month after releasing it. I'm already <laughs> right, like, right, okay, I know right. what's coming next. Right. Exactly. But like, uh, as I was working towards this, I was like, yeah. that's going to be yeah. it. Like, I'm going to yeah. release that. And then I will not have to put out any music because yeah. I released a full album. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel that way. Like, honestly, I feel like, oh, I can throw these EPs out. I can throw a single out. I can mm-hmm, throw a remix yeah, out. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to do this again until I have someone like paying for it. Yeah. And because you it is milk so much because there's so much material. Oh, you can totally. make that. Yeah. yeah, and that's what's amazing. I well, feel like I'll be touring and doing videos and doing all of as you everything off of this album at yeah. least until 2020. See? Oh, perfect. And that's amazing because yeah. you can, and people will be discovering you each time. I yeah. Really continue. Totally. Uh, b- uh, before we're going to take a quick break, and during okay. the break, we're going to have, we're going to let you guys hear why we think he's yeah, amazing. You're actually going to You're going to do a song for us. Yeah. For yeah. Us. I know. So first of all, what song are you going to do? One Minute Crush. And I'm super, I just, mm-hmm. I was reading, you broke down so many of your songs. I loved finding that. Oh yeah. Anyways, but I love it. So um, we'll talk a little bit about the song when we come back and then we'll, we'll wrap up, but this yeah. is going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. In the spot, I'm a boss, I'm a thought. Everything you heard true, just what you thought. Friday night lights in my face, give me hype. I'm the type to go off on the beat, so fuck with me. You know that thing when you're out at a bar and you see someone from across the room and you know in your gut that you're falling in love? I had me a one-minute crush, caught a glance and a look, just enough. Jaw slacked down from your hotness, didn't catch your name, put you on my shot list. I had me a one-minute crush, caught a glance and a look, just enough. Jaw slacked down from your hotness, didn't catch your name, put you on my shot list. Damn, let's get married. Damn, chest so hairy. Damn, call me Mary. No more drama, boy. Like you got them commas, boy. You're a daddy. Take this fatty. Crushing from across the room, knowing you could have me. If I could, be so bold. If you like me back, check the box, yes or no. I had me a one-minute crush. Caught a glance and a look. Just enough. Jaw slacked down from your hotness. Didn't catch your name, put you on my shot list. I had me a one-minute crush. Caught a glance and a look. Just enough. Jaw slacked down from your hotness. Didn't catch your name, put you on my shot list. You want my phone? Take my passcode. You something special, really broke the mold. Have anything you want from me? Shit, I wish I could give you my virginity. Life for the party, smiling big like Mr. Big. Fuck you down like Carrie did. Charismatic, no dramatics. Obsessed with you, I'm a sex and love addict. I had me a one minute crush. Caught a glance and a look, just enough. Jaw slacked down from your hotness. Didn't catch a name, put you on my shot list. I had me a one minute crush. Caught a glance and a look, just enough. Jaw slacked down from your hotness. Didn't catch a name, put you on my shot list. It's your body, your booty, your confidence is cute to me. I'd worship every inch of you dutifully. I wanna meet ya, and then I wanna love ya. I wanna break your heart, and I wanna hate fuck ya. Ooh, yeah, you're my fantasy, baby. They all know we are dating. No one thinks I am crazy. Even though this whole night was a bust in my mind, I got just one minute with us. I had me a one minute crush. Ha. I had me a one minute crush. I had me a one-minute crush. I had me a one-minute crush. And that was One Minute Crush. 
Oh yes. my God! I wow. Have them okay. Every day. Okay. Yeah, I know. First of all, we've all had those, right? Yeah. We've all had the. Oh my God! We're gonna get married, have ten kids, divorce, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. next. And then they open their exactly. mouth. And you're like, what? <laughs> or sometimes How could you betray they me? show you the pictures, and you're like, okay, we're good. I Never will. Mind. Okay, so I <laughs> will say when I initially started writing that song, yeah. I wanted to like make it about the millisecond crush right but i was like oh, i can't really do it like i yeah. couldn't really formulate yeah. it but the idea of like you see someone from across the room and you're like oh my mm-hmm. god yes. and then they're like in profile and they like turn and you see the rest <laughs> of their face and you're like literally never mind <laughs> i never said anything about oh that and i was trying to figure out how to turn that and i was like uh-huh. i think that's more of like a joke or a sketch idea right, than right. it is a song like i couldn't figure it out yeah so then i was like yeah eh, it's more of like when you it's a minute uh-huh. you know I, it's it like is. a fa- it's right. more of a fantasy it is mm-hmm. it is yeah. exactly. exactly you run through it in your head for sure yeah and on a side note you yeah. do a podcast of your own i do yeah <gasps> it's called unbearable mm-hmm. with big dipper and meatball and as yeah. you can tell from tonight's episode i really know how to talk yeah uh and so i <laughs> do that on my own podcast you're in good uh-huh. company yeah exactly yeah. that's awesome so where can they find this this is where uh, all any, yeah, yeah anywhere podcasts Everywhere are comes podcasts. out every friday cool awesome. uh yeah mm-hmm. that's unbearable awesome. that's with mm-hmm. the word bear in it like yeah it's, it's like caps it's yeah. like it's like bear unbearable okay everything i do in life i have to make sure people yeah. understand because they don't know that i'm a bear everything you do i see that bear shirt you're wearing i know right yeah i love it full um and then before we let you go uh, where can they also find late bloomer your album late bloomer is available everywhere it's streamable or you can buy it for only ten dollars and support an independent artist and if you buy it you get a 20 page digital booklet full of just photos of me and listen you got some photos and it is so many pictures it is so fun Uh, 20 pages listen people support we know what it's like to be indie artists and this is it's amazing to be able to do what you love um and if you want to keep getting that you gotta you gotta help yeah gotta now and then dish out the dough remember for the cost mm-hmm. of a latte mm-hmm. that's what i always tell for people. the cost of a latte you can save a starving artist exactly <laughs> absolutely mine's like a latte and a cookie <laughs> <laughs> which is the only way to do it if right. you're true. having a latte have a snack i know yeah. true listen true, true, get the true. full meal deal that's yeah all I'm although too. i'll still buy it and still have my latte yeah I'll, I'll double i'll right? double down right um don't forget you guys we we love everybody who listens but mm-hmm. we also love that you love us back via subscribing yes. and reviews leave those for us yeah um and then patreon of course and patreon.com slash jonathan and sergey we love all of the amazing people who are supporting us we do want to say we could not make these shows possible for you without people like the duchess of benevolence barb sylvie the Duke of Otter of Family, some scientific shit. Yeah, Michael I mean, Talkerman. I spent a lot of time. I know. Right so we I, will yeah. put that in. Like, yes. <laughs> you Michael made it Talkerman. up, but I don't know what the scientific shit is. So that's I what know, it is. Right? And also Zach Washington. Brian Kulik. And Stan Kubica, the second. The second. It's this is official. very important to say. We can't do any of this without you. You can go join our team mm-hmm. if you'd like. We're always looking. Remember, we love bringing you great artists, great content, Great interviews and a lot of fun every week. Every time. Keep tuning in every Friday. But until next time. Bye, bitch. Bye. Listen, you can check out our website if you want. If you don't, we don't give a fuck. Just just do it. Jonathan and Sergey.com. Yeah, like whatever. I mean our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or something is out there too. Jonathan Sergey.